0: It's time to talk politics. It's Hardline on News Radio 930 WBEN.
1: And welcome to Hardline this Sunday morning. This is Kevin Hardwick, uh, joined live in studio for the first hour by uh, Assemblyman elect Pat Burke. Uh, we'll get to him in a minute. I want to welcome back, I think, I want to welcome back my <laughs> co host, uh, Tonawanda Councilman.
2: Town of uh, Tanawanda Councilman. Town
1: of Tanawanda, sorry. It's Town okay. of Tanawanda Councilman, uh Ken West social Studies teacher. It is Ken West, right? Yeah, it I mean is. I got yes. that part right. Yeah, yeah. Uh Bill Conrad, uh Bill, um, you know, you knew you were on probation uh, yeah, I was, earlier yeah. in the year. Yep. Uh, you came back from that. I thought everything was going to be okay. And then for the last several weeks, you've been absent. <laughs> I know. Even though you've been invited. I know. Uh, you I've, know, a written excuse is required or you get detention. I know.
2: I, I You know, I have to say I had I, I mean, uh, several family obligations of uh, religious nature on Sundays, you know, so the wife uh, put the hammer all on. All right. All
1: right. Well, <laughs> excuses, <religious> excuses. <laughs> Classic Pat, bill. Pat Burke, welcome <laughs> back to the program. Listen, Pat, uh, you're a colleague of mine. Uh, you're a Democratic colleague of mine in the uh, Erie County Legislature. You are a will uh, we'll soon be going to uh, Albany to represent the 142nd uh, assembly district uh, yep. you've been running seems like you've been running forever I mean you had two elections this year yeah. how many elections did you have this year were there primaries also
3: I did not have any primaries fortunately but two elections uh, in one cycle uh, it, it wasn't fun I mean the
1: first election was what March was it uh,
3: it was April. So essentially, I had started campaigning in last November. So yeah. November of 2017 is when I started actively the, campaigning. This was,
1: uh, refresh people's memory, Mickey Kearns.
3: It was Mickey Kearns, Mickey Kearns vacated and became county became clerk. County clerk. Um, and that
1: happened last November. Correct. So you knew it was going to be vacant, and the governor called a special election, again, in what, April, you said?
3: for Yeah, for an April 24th election. So it... Um, and uh, so it was a year, essentially two that, elections and a year-long campaign. And, and, and I and wasn't running April for president; election, I was running for assembly. And that,
1: that April election didn't go as well as you had planned.
3: It did. It did not. It, you know, special elections are are funky. You know, turnout is always difficult to predict, but uh, managing a special election is is known to be a difficult thing. And even though I had a sort of party enrollment advantage, uh, my opponent was a Democrat running as a Republican. And he has from a large family so if you have a sort of natural base that is large you go into a special election that really balances things out and he and he had a very narrow
1: uh election victory so you you lose that special election in april and it's like you turn around petitions around the street for the november election they right. go out in june have to be filed in july it yeah. was there was there was no let up yeah that, were- that, that had to be uh, you know what i think and and bill you, you've you run a few times yourself. Just a couple. Uh, and, and you, like me and like Pat, have lost elections. Yes. L- losing sucks. Yes, it does. Because yeah. you Especially work so you hard. hard. <laughs> I mean, this is not like – I've said this many times. It's not like a job interview where you go and you either get the job or you don't. No. You've wasted an hour of your time or whatever or a few days preparing for it. This is, you know, months and months and months. And in the end, you don't get paid anything unless you win.
3: Yeah, and there, and there are also – and not the "woe is me." Like we all choose this, and and mm-hmm. we all believe in what we're doing, and you know, feel passionately about it. I hope everyone in politics, maybe not everyone, believes and feels passionately about you know the work they're doing uh, in public service. But I do, and um, there's, but there is this personal cost to it. It's, it. There's like a personal financial, and I could give you the example of uh, you know, me and my wife have three little children, and so uh, you know, every night because. We're all on the move, you know, just driving here and there and I'm campaigning. pretty much like buying dinner every night, and you can imagine what the cost of you're, paying you're, for you're a full dinner costs. So they're done that, and yeah. then there's
1: the opportunity cost. You're missing your kids' play, mm-hmm, you're right. missing their Little League game, you're missing their soccer game. Yes. And it, yeah. that's that's just time you never get back, and again, no. it's not woe is me. We all have chosen this, mm-hmm. right. but I don't think that people who have never run for public office, a significant public office, realize all that's involved and in, in, in the sacrifices that you make.
2: And it's not just you. It's also the, the people around you. Right. You have to keep them up. and. Yeah to go from one to the next. I can't imagine what that was like.
3: Yeah, it was a long, it was a long year. It was a, it was a brutal year. Um, And uh, I I had uh, broken my ankle in in August. So, so I was also sort of, uh, it was, it was rough. It was personally rough. It was personally very difficult. Uh, But, uh, you know, like I said, I really believed in what I was doing. I believed I was the right person for the job. And so we just kept going. When I lost the the special election, it was everyone, I was sort of the presumed winner, even though I, I had known better. So everyone showed up to my, uh, you know, election night watch party. I'm like, oh,
1: crap. What was what was uh, what was election night like when you won?
3: It was great. Uh, so we did something totally different. Um, so it was difficult for the special, you know, a lot. There were a lot of tears in the room. So I had to just, you know, I, I, had to, I had to kind of play dad for for a while that night, just comforting everybody, and you know, gave a speech and pretty much did the the Wolf of Wall Street. Speech like we ain't leaving. We're you know <laughs> I won't put the whole quote in there, but we ain't leaving and we're gonna keep going. Um, and then uh, uh, for the general election, uh, I I went home. So me and my wife and my kids, when when the polls started to slow slow down, we went and had dinner. Uh, then we went home and watched the results. And then afterwards, you know, after we knew pretty early, uh, the the more uh, uh, red area of the district was was coming in for me early. So we knew. We knew that it was very likely that i was going to win uh so we kind of got the kids packed up and took them to my uh wife's uh parents and and went and gave a speech downtown and had a nice night that's great to hear It was yeah. certainly better yeah. than so April.
1: so and 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 now your life is completely different or will be completely different and, and, and yeah. you know the other thing people don't realize is there's a there's a gap between i mean the election was first week of november or right. so and now you've got to wait till January to be seated. What are you doing in the interim? You're still Erie County Legislature. Yeah,
3: we. I mean, we're still. I still have been working as, as an Erie County legislator. Uh, we just got uh, the the public health bill passed, uh, which uh, you know there were three, uh, not, maybe not separate and distinct provisions, but there are three provisions in it that uh, one of them was a key part of of of, of my legislation, which was uh, ending smoking in cars with children. Mm-hmm. Um, so just keep keep doing work. The one thing that's difficult right now is you have um, – so my constituency as a legislator is, is a little wacky because it takes part of my base in South Buffalo uh, in the Town neighborhood um, and then part of Cheektowaga, but not the whole thing. So in that, everyone in South Buffalo thinks you're their guy and then everyone in Cheektowaga thinks you're their guy. So you end up with this much larger constituency than a normal unified district, um, even if you don't represent all of those people. And then also the assembly, you're getting all the calls and all the expectations mm-hmm. of an assemblyman. I'm like, well, right now I feel like I have a constituency of you know, you know, two hundred and twenty thousand people, and I'm you know, it's one guy, and, and as a legislator, as you know, you get one staff person, so managing that right now is is uh, is a challenge. Um, But we're just doing the best we can and asking people to be patient.
1: If you're just tuning in, we're talking to Pat Burke. Uh, He is a current member of the Erie County Legislature, but uh, soon he will be New York State Assemblyman. Representing the 142nd uh, District. Uh, also in studio with us, my co host uh, Bill Conrad from the Town of Tonawanda Town Board and Ken West, social studies teacher. Uh, when we come back, uh, we want to talk a little bit more about Pat, about his accomplishments in the Erie County Legislature, and what uh, we expect to see in Albany come this uh, new session uh, that starts in January. If you want to come in and uh, have a question for Pat, uh, give us a call. 8030930 is the number 8030930. In the meantime, I'm Kevin Hardwick. You're listening to Hardline on News Radio 930 W.B.E.N. And welcome back to Hardline. This is Kevin Hardwick, uh, joined live in studio today by Assemblyman Elect Pat Burke, also uh, Bill Conrad. Uh, Bill is uh, uh, Tanawanda Councilman. Town, I'm sorry, Town of Tonawanda Councilman. and Also, Ken West, Social Studies Teacher. By the way, at the uh, at the top of the hour, we'll be joined live in studio by Don Postols, uh, from channel Four, also a couple of uh, Jimmy Griffin's daughters, Megan and Maureen. well, a couple of them, they, they, his only daughters, Megan and Maureen. Uh, they will be uh, you know we we will be remembering uh, the life and times of uh, Jim Griffin today. He died ten years ago this past. May, I believe. It was April or May. In fact, uh, we were on the air at the time that the, that we broke. Uh, the show was on the air, and we broke in with the bulletin and scrambled to, uh, to, to talk about that. Anyway, they'll be here. That'll be next hour. Uh, but it's a South Buffalo day because uh, Pat Burke's hey. a South Buffalo guy. Uh, we're all South Buffalo sure. today. We are. Today all, we are. All, all yeah, all uh, so I'll, I'll pass Buffalo. it on to Tonawanda, South Buffalo, and uh, <laughs> um, Bill Conrad. Bill, you had b- b- before I I nail him down on some stuff that he's sure. done and wants to do. Uh, you had a question before the
2: break. well. We've been talking about family and time commitment, running, but now you're going to be in office and right. you're going to be in Albany. Uh, I'm just. I'm the question as a as a parent of four kids. I know you got three young kids yourself. I mean, what what are you doing to prepare for that commute and stay in Albany? Uh,
3: it's it's difficult. The commute is is somewhat of a challenge. Uh, there used to be uh, direct flights from Buffalo to Albany. Those no longer exist. Unfortunately, yeah, that was a short-lived thing. Wasn't yeah, it? for me, it was a nice flight too. It was <laughs> yeah. like a thirty-five minute flight. Uh, it's a long drive. It's a it's a boring drive, um, and you know you're away from your family, and yeah. so it puts a lot of pressure on my wife to manage a lot and she you know she works full time as well um, so we're just i think we're just going to try and fill it out and figure it out and do the best we can it was it was a, like I was, I was in albany all of last week and it was just it was tough it was yeah. just a difficult week week and you know, got home and hugged my kid and he like cried, you know, the the second I, I came, can that guts me, man. I I,
2: I don't know how that's, that's probably one of the more difficult parts of the job. It is,
3: but, but you know, it's, it's, uh, there's also a lot of, you know, fulfillment, fulfillment in it and, you know, pride in what we're doing. And, um, you know, it's a, it's a family effort. So it's not, you know, when I, even when I was running, it wasn't just me running, it was my, my family running. And so we were all, all in and all in on this. We all believe in what I'm doing and, you know, it's just, our team and so we just make it work.
1: Oh. I Pat, wish you luck. Pat Before you. the break you mentioned the uh the health law that you passed the public health law which mm-hmm. which banned in Erie County uh smoking in cars with with minors yeah. uh also uh, near bus shelters and finally uh pharmacies or built Companies with pharmacies uh, cannot, uh, can no longer sell tobacco products in Erie County. That, that's not just your Walgreens and your Rite Aids, it's also Tops, Wegmans, uh, Target, wherever. You know, wherever there's a pharmacy, you can't sell tobacco products there. Sure. I I, I think most of us in the county legislature, I voted for it. And I didn't have any problem with the smoking in car with minors, especially Thank when you. you brought in some some folks from uh, Roswell Park who talked about it's like you know smoking in a closet. It's right. about the you know yeah. with it with a kid, and it's 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 not good for them. The part I had uh, uh, some reservations about, however, as you know, uh, involved the pharmacy part because uh, especially for those of us in border communities, I represent Tonawanda's and Grand Island in the county legislature, you know, people are just going to go across the, the canal. I can remember back uh, 20 years or so ago when before the state had the no smoking law in, mm. in indoor smoking, uh, Erie County passed a law that banned smoking indoors and it really killed the coffee shops and the bowling alleys and the bingo parlors in the, in the Tonawandas because everybody went to North Tonawanda and it was was just a killer. Um, you know, when when you have a different playing field each side of the canal, do you see anything uh, uh, where, where smoking, uh, I, I'm sorry, uh, selling tobacco products in, in pharmacies uh, could be banned statewide, which would, you know, which would kind of mitigate the effect it has on. Kind of create um, an even playing field. Even on, playing field yeah. on both sides of the canal, in effect.
3: Uh, sure. I'm, I'm not opposed to that. Um, you know, I and, and I shared some of your concerns as well with that piece of the legislation uh but you know pharmacies i think are, are a little unique than you know a, a social outlet or i don't think people are going to strongly go out of their way and not go to their farm local pharmacy because they don't want to get their pack of smokes too you can get a pack of smokes anywhere um i i, I highly doubt that that no, would have a great yeah, but, impact
1: well 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 two things though you're right sure. you're right it's not going uh, to do uh, to to walgreens uh, what it did to Dickie's donuts in the city mm-hmm. of Tonawanda, which mm-hmm. is basically run them out of business right it um, it, it it is however going to go drive people across the canal that means north tonawanda and, and niagara county will be getting our sales tax revenue uh, which we're counting on in in next year's budget uh it's also going to mean that if someone you know if a if a walmart or a target is deciding uh to locate in an area sure and they can uh, just as easily jump to the other side of the border and locate it in niagara county rather than, than erie route. county yeah. why why would you if part of their business plan is selling cigarettes um, I guess I would agree with the latter
3: part, and I, we could debate the first part of your, your point, that it will mean that. Um,
2: but I, 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 understand I, I really p-
1: don't want to debate with you. I mean, we've done, I've done, I've done we've that done for several for years now, and I'm glad you're going uh, to Albany. Yeah. You're <laughs> tough to debate against. No, I just don't I just
3: don't. I just keep pushing as well. I'm not, you know. Um, so, I, but yes, I could only say that I would be supportive of something like that as a state lawmaker, of making it a, 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 a state bill. Uh, and trying to get that through uh, both the Assembly, the Senate, and signed by... uh, himself and and, uh, and and you know will we'll, we'll, yeah, himself well, meaning the governor the governor yeah, yeah um, that's, that's, right. a, that's a, hell
1: when, of a title. when I worked for the Senate Majority Leader that's how we referred to the Senate Majority Leader himself <laughs> himself. You know, himself wants to do this uh, I don't know if it's an honorary title it's uh, I, it's, I, it's, I, it's it's,
3: it's uh, maybe a title of frustration but um, so so I think that's the, I'm I'm open to it is all I can say
1: well well you you, you brought him up how is himself lately <laughs> did you did you see him when you were well, up in he when speaking he tried governor take, uh, Andrew Cuomo no have you developed any sort of relationship with him in 30 seconds yeah
3: I I, I think um listen he is a, he's an influential and powerful man and uh to to operate you have to have relationships everywhere and sure. and um so that's what I'll do and but uh uh it's 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 difficult I would say there are there are strained relationships not just with you know in, Got pers- it. personally it goes along but in- it's uh let me I would just say it's brought it's broadly uh go yeah.
1: goes goes with the district listen we yeah. have to take a break when we come back bill conrad my co-host will be here pat burke assemblyman elect will be here i'm kevin hardwick you're listening to hardline on news radio 930 30 back to Hardline. Kevin Hardwick here. So excited. Uh, News 4 anchor Don Postles is in the house. He'll be joining us uh, shortly in the next segment uh, because we'll be making our slow segue to talking about the life and times of former Buffalo Mayor Jimmy Griffin. Uh, uh, The mayor's uh, two daughters will be here live in studio, Maureen and Megan. Uh, and uh, and it'll it'll just be awesome. Uh, and, in fact, uh, we'll start making that segue shortly. I have Pat Burke, uh, South Buffalo uh, Assemblyman here, Assemblyman-elect, uh, currently a county legislator. My co-host, uh, Bill Conrad, has a burning question that he wants to ask uh, the uh, future Assemblyman.
2: Well, it was funny. Uh, we In politics, we all have gone door-to-door, and, and mm-hmm. it's part of the nature of the game. And sometimes we have some unfriendly doors. But recently, I had someone come to my door, and I've gotten a lot of complaints from my uh, some residents in the town of Uh, They had handed me a card, and it was Christmas themed. It says, give yourself a Christmas gift and quit your union. And uh, it's from the Macniac Center, and they spent about $10 million uh, to have people come around this holiday season. I I don't know about you, Pat, but my thoughts are, you know, how dare— I mean, this one thing, I understand that not everybody's a union fan and so on, and there's both sides of the argument, but to use a Christian holiday uh, to kind of spread this, I don't know what your thoughts are. I'm not a big fan of it, you know. Uh, I mean, I'm not a big fan of it, uh, you know. I'm not a big fan of it
3: for a lot of reasons. I guess it's not the the, the, the holiday that bothers me, even though it does. It's more, you know, I am a strong uh, union advocate. And, and a lot of it is, you know, I grew up, I didn't even grow up, you know, middle class. I grew up poor, but like poor union folks. So what we had, we earned. And the whatever power we had was through a series of working class and poor people coming together and having a seat at the table. And what these... Very wealthy, very powerful people want to do is take your seat away. That's Court, what they're trying to. Of course, do that. Pat.
1: Earlier in the year, the Supreme Court of the United States dealt a a blow to unions, and that's why yeah. this group is coming around. Right? They they gave union. They they said you don't have to belong to the union if you don't want to. No one can force you to a public employee union.
3: Yeah, and and you know, obviously, I, I very passionately disagreed with the the Janus decision, uh, and I made you know action in the Erie County Legislature to protect you know the public employees in Erie County. And I remember having a pretty passionate debate on the floor of the legislature, where uh, you know the uh, the minority leader, I believe, yeah, it was the minority leader, um, you know, sort of posed a question to me. Do you think if people, uh, do you think if people um, don't pay their refuse to pay their don't want to pay their union dues, that they're free free riders? And my response was, yeah, if you're going to try and get these benefits that that hardworking union people pay for. And you just get the benefits and don't pay your fair share. Yeah, you're a free rider. You, you know, you're cheating the people who work with you, who are giving up their pay. You don't do it. It's 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 wrong. And it's not very very Christmassy or Christian to do that.
2: I, I tell you, it's just that one thing irked me. You yeah. know that give yourself a Christmas gift. You know, quit your union. I, again, I, I can see that. You know, not everybody agrees with unions and so on, especially public employee. But to hear that they, and have the Christmas well, it, it, it's me. it's Merry Christmas and screw everybody else. Bill, you know, Bill they were at
1: your your door because you are a member of a union. are you're, yeah. you're a Kenmore teacher. My wife yeah. and I are members Kenmore Tonawanda yeah. teacher, and mm-hmm. that's that's why they were there. Yeah. Uh, let's uh, we invited phone calls earlier at eight oh three oh nine thirty for Pat Burke, a New York State Assemblyman-elect. Let's go to Bob in Buffalo. Bob, welcome to the program. Thank you for holding.
4: Uh, good morning, uh, Kevin. Uh, Merry Christmas. If Ma-
1: Merry Christmas to you, Bob.
4: Yes, thank you. Uh, uh, Mr. Burke, you are my Erie County legislator, and I do have a question for you and a comment. I do talk with the other side of the aisle on a regular basis, whether it's the Common Council President who does do a radio show on Fridays or Betty Jean Grant, who used to be one of your constituents, she also does a radio show Wednesday nights, and they know me quite well, and so does that community. My question is, is I tried to talk with your office on several occasions, and uh, have been treated less than. I've asked for a seat at the table, and uh, I've basically been refused, and I've taken this up in some of the uh, other venues, whether it was with... uh, Patrick out of Monica Wallace's office because I knew you were seeking higher office or uh, or other uh, venues. Uh, my question quite simply is, is uh, as Pat Roberts said uh, not too long ago, there's over 500,000 laws on the federal books. You can't even get out of bed nowadays without breaking the law, and all we're doing is passing more. You're so worried about the children that you have passed smoking laws uh, concerning cars, but yet when you go to Albany, you're going to Expand the abortion laws and allow more women, uh, say, reproductive rights per se, by getting rid of their children because they are inconvenience. That's not true. Are you going to sit there and balance this down the road after you leave politics?
1: Hey, Bob, Bob, we're up. A, we're coming up against break, so I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna cut you loose and gonna ask Pat to respond.
3: Yeah. So uh, one, uh, Bob, uh, if you would reach out to my office, we have a sort of I have a policy in place, uh, constituent response, uh, that, that there is a 24 hour response. Uh, if, if you didn't get it, then there was a specific reason for that. Uh, and I'll try and find out what that was. But uh, the only other thing I would say is uh, if my staff is ever threatened or feels uncomfortable or if someone, you know, we also get harassing calls quite a bit, uh, then they're also directed to not engage with that. And and I'll stick by my staff every time. We're, we're very uh, constituent oriented uh, on the issue of uh you know you're presuming my position and my actions in albany before i get there so that's not correct um and i have a long record of protecting innocent and vulnerable people that's all i'll say
1: all right uh listen we are we are up against that break when we return uh, we'll have one more segment with uh, bill conrad my guest co-host for only the first half of the show today uh pat burke new york state assemblyman elect and we will be joined live in studio by don postels uh news for anchor uh, and we'll start to talk a little bit about South Buffalo and its rich traditions and uh, especially a guy who used to uh, be the mayor of South Buffalo as well as the city of Buffalo uh, Jimmy Griffin uh, in the meantime I'm Kevin Hardwick you're listening to hardline on News Radio 930 WB and welcome back to Hardline Kevin Hardwick here you know it's it's getting better and better every break last uh, last break uh, Don Postles came into the uh, the, the uh, station. Uh, in the next room uh, we've got Maureen Tomzak. Maureen is uh, Jimmy Griffin's uh, daughter and she'll be on next segment as we talk about Jimmy Griffin. In fact, we're going to make the segue in just a minute but uh, I I do want to clean up one phone call that came in before the break and then we'll move on and talk about Jimmy Griffin. Uh, Pat Burke, New York State Assemblyman embe- uh, elect himself from South Buffalo is here. Bill Conrad, my co-host from the town of tonawanda Let's go uh, back to the phones to uh, good <laughs> good uh, longtime listener Rambo Jim. Uh, from North Tonawanda, the, the the wrong Tonawanda, but that's okay. Jim, <laughs> welcome back to the program.
0: Well, don't forget, Professor, we we're we're from the same stomping ground though. So.
1: Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Jim, you have a question for Pat?
0: Yep, I want to say, uh, in defense of unions, first thing, I'm not naive. I'm not stupid. Unions are not perfect, and they are never mm-hmm. never have been perfect. They never will be perfect. Having said that, after 25 years as a New York State employee and a retired corrections officer. I saw instances where involving use of force where the decision to use force or not to use force is so razor thin you could flip a coin. My union representatives used the example of football. The official throws the flag for pass interference. Was it offensive
1: interference? Sure, an analogy. It could be either way, certainly.
0: And I was personally involved as an eyewitness to a use of physical force against an inmate that in a, when you got right down to it, even the union representative said, on this one, we could flip a coin. Mm-hmm. That, when your job is on the line, or what the job of one of your co-workers is on the line, that's when you're going to wish you got a good, strong union to represent yeah. you, because in- When you have a union to represent you, I am biased. There's no doubt about it. Certainly. I'm going to say this is a left-wing state, and they don't give the benefit of the doubt most times to police officers and corrections officers on the use of physical force. That's when you're going to wish you had a union. So, Oh, yeah, yeah. Jim,
1: Jim, gotta 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 move on, but thank you, thank you for that defense of unions. I'm sure it uh, it, it it rings here. Let me uh, let me uh, let me go back to the phones. One more call. Let's go to uh, Bill and Eden. Bill, welcome to the program.
0: Hey, I heard Don Postles was
1: there, and I just Don, Don Postles is is listening to you right now. Yes.
0: Oh, excellent. Um, I just wanted to thank Don. He's such an inspiration. The way that he has his delivery. I think he's been on all three TV stations in the local area. I still remember when he started, and that. Uh, you don't want to report too close to the train track when the metro rails come. Oh my goodness, <laughs> Barbara Bush. I have <laughs> I have a thirteen word Don Postle's impression that I can do. I,
1: man, <laughs> Bill, you are the guy. I mean, you you are. Go ahead. Here we go. I'm not Don
0: Postle's. We're still waiting to hear from the Collins. <laughs> Damn that's pretty good. That is, right, Bill, that's pretty spot on. Bill, I, gotta, hey, hey.
1: I gotta cut you loose. We'll get. We'll hang get,
0: on, hang on, Dad. Thanks for calling. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, Bill. Thank you very much for calling in again. Okay. Well, with that, that that was. He had the cadence down, didn't he? Yeah, he had it. Oh, yeah, a little bit of the voice. I think if he works on that, he can he can take it down the road. Yeah. Um. Listen, uh, Pat. Uh. We uh, we said we're going to be making the transition. Talking about uh, the. It, it was it was ten years ago. This past, I believe. Uh, April or May that that the, the Jimmy Griffin, former mayor of Buffalo, passed on. Yeah. Uh, we were actually doing the show live here when when all of a sudden the bulletin broke in in my ear, and we scrambled to you know go from plan A to obviously what we had to do, which was talking about the Jim Griffin, and we made some phone calls and the, and and you know did the best we could. Um, you uh, you told me, uh, you're a South Buffalo guy, you told me yeah. that you cut your teeth on one of his campaigns.
3: I did. I mean, so everyone in South Buffalo, he was, you know, he was larger than life. He was sort of the <laughs> center of everything. So like my grandma, her like pride, when everyone's grandfather or parent was, their best friend was Jimmy Griffin. You know, everyone felt that he was their very close personal friend. He was the first person at my grandfather's wake. My grandmother was enormously proud of that. Um, so when I was becoming interested in politics, and, and, and he never forgot a name. No, it, so there there are so many good Jimmy Griffin stories. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, so when I was becoming interested in politics, uh, I found his n- number in the phone book and called, like very extremely nervous, and uh, yeah, hello. And it was it was Jimmy Griffin. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god! Like you know, this man this was the the god of of you know our world in a way, and. He's just answering his phone. That's listed in the phone book, and it was it was incredible. Uh, so I uh, I was sort of in the middle of the there was a there was a county executive's race between two South Buffalo old time South Buffalo pals, and Jimmy Griffin and Jimmy Kane. Um, and so I was neutral, um, but I had a a community group, and we had a public forum series. And Jimmy Griffin, you know, he went and and uh, you know he, he went out of his way. So I ended up helping out on that campaign. Um, I ended up. Uh, it, it was the time when MySpace was like a thing, yeah. <laughs> And so I, I did well, his MySpace. It, it's not anymore. <laughs> it still exists. You know, okay. I was thinking, yeah. I because I was thinking about him a little while ago because I found his, uh, you know, the county executive, you know, Griffin for County Executive sign. And so I was thinking about him. So I looked up uh, my MySpace a while ago, and you, I, and, and
1: I, I have to
2: ask, what was the song you played on the MySpace? Account?
3: Oh, you
1: did some MySpace for him? Is that what so you're was saying? So
3: it cool. You know, what was cool for me is like uh, there was a questionnaire on MySpace, so I yeah. got to answer. You know, like there are all these these questions, and and you know, from this guy who I held up in this really high regard, and talking to him about like these 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 question, these questions, it was he was just kind of a like you tough, no doubt, but like sweet, <laughs> you know, but sweet man. Like he talked. It was like his brother, his dad, his kids, uh, baseball, his wife, you know, like just all of, all, you know, these things over and over again. And I could just tell he really missed like, he he was an old man at the time, but he, he really missed his dad. You know, it was just a really kind of, it was really, really
1: sweet. And then. Uh, it's a, yeah. it's a great story, Bill Conrad. Uh, you've only got a couple minutes here sure. left too, like like him. You're 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 Tonawandan, but you're Irish. Uh, I mean, your wife does the Irish dancing thing yep. and everything, Clownic so car, yeah. Yeah. so you must have been uh, uh, well, have we, some Jimmy Griffin <laughs> memories.
2: Uh, uh, well, it's it's funny. You can't go without saying six pack Jimmy. You know, uh, yeah.
1: it's just kind of the. the I was the, the one
0: he said it to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, lizard of eighty five. Now, yeah. now
1: that yeah. voice just coming in was either Don Postles or Bill from Eden. Eden. We're not I, sure I, which. So I, I can't even, tell anyone. Bill uh, from Eden is. Postal <laughs> stunt double.
2: Yeah. No, I I mean my my you know if you're in the Irish community and the, the South Buffalo is the, the heart of that Irish community and we have the town and town Irish club as well. I must promote that as well. But uh, I mean, like you said, it, it's kind of he was a you know a satellite or you know everybody sat was he was a, everybody kind of was, was circled around him. It was it was larger than life. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of neat,
1: We yeah. got a little over a minute before the uh, before the top of the hour news. Don, is there anybody? Obviously, Bill is right. He was larger than life. Yeah. Is there anybody around locally like that anymore? Can anybody? think of anybody
0: no but today when maureen griffin tomzak walked in the studio she gave me a hug and said merry christmas that's jimmy griffin yeah. he would walk into a room light up the place and he always had something positive to say let me just give you a quick example in 30 seconds a lady was saying mr mayor mr mary she wanted his attention you know my brother you know my brother who is your brother Yep. Oh, of course, of course, I know him. And and Mr. Mayor, I just want to tell you, you and I met once. Where'd we meet? And she says, down at that gin mill. And Jimmy Griffin, without missing a beat, said, Oh, I was hoping you'd tell me we met at
1: church. <laughs> <laughs> that that was him. You know, I've I I I. I I, I got to know him a little bit. I, I didn't move here till 1989, but I followed him around and uh, and uh, he, he was he was it was great. Yes. Can
3: can I just want uh, a quick one. Uh, so I had just done you know, gotten done working on his campaign. Uh, I went to his house because I, I was uh. living in Lackawanna by his house at the time. and so I, I, I went to his house and he brought me in. I had my young infant son with him and his, his wife Marge was was knitting in their the lower part of the room. And he's going on,
0: oh, oh, Marge, this is Patty Burke. You remember Patty the Plaster? Of the Irishman, blah, blah, blah.
3: And she was just so done with like all the Jimmy thing, and she's like, "Uh huh," and just waved her hand yeah. and just kept knitting. It was that's it was great. that's
1: going to be the last word for Pat Burke, yeah. Pat Burke, New York State Assemblyman. Like, good luck in Albany. Make us proud, Bill Conrad. Thank you again for being here. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having Don me. Don Postles will be back, so will uh, uh, Maureen uh, uh, Tomzak, uh, Jim Griffin's uh, daughter. Uh, we'll be back in a few minutes. I'm Kevin Hardwick. You're listening to Hardline on News Radio 930, WBEN. WBEN, Buffalo, WK.